Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 27 where we're going to look at the importance of good endings. In this episode we're going to look at good endings and how we understand that from the Prophet peace and blessings be upon him and what we mean by good endings. We're going to look at how we take the main, the means to achieving those good endings and finally we'll look at how attachment to sin brings about wretchedness and corrupts our opportunity for a good ending. And continuing to look at Habib Umar's book, The Kingdom of the Heart and Limbs, Habib Umar says here, and this is after we've had the 27th night of Ramadan, which you know many uh, scholars and people feel is the 27th night, is the night of Laylatul Qadr, that it's still not over. And he says, to gain the treasures of the kingdom of the heart and limbs, a person must remain aware of the way they end their actions their days, their weeks, their months, and their years. And if you look at our acts of worship within Islam, we have acts of worship that are daily, like the five daily prayers, acts of worship that are weekly, like the Friday prayer, Salat al-Jum'ah, acts of worship that are uh, uh, once a year, like the month of Ramadan, and acts of worship that are once in a lifetime, like the pilgrimage. And that if a person wants to succeed, that they would have to be aware and try to end all of these acts of worship with excellence and see it all the way through. And when a person does that, this leads them to having a good ending when death overcomes them. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, truly actions are based on their endings. Truly actions are based on their endings. If you end something good, then that is going to be how the entire act will be judged. Even if someone starts off Ramadan, not in the best way, but they finish strong, then their Ramadan will be judged according to the way that they finished it. And the opposite is true as well. So we have to be careful. And as it relates to the end of our life, they say that a person generally dies in the state within which they lived. So we need to ask ourselves, and you ask yourself, and I'm asking myself, what is our state? What is the state of our life? What is the state of our hearts in our lives? And being aware of that and calling ourselves to account so that when that moment comes, and it will inevitably come, that inshallah we're ready for it and we've prepared ourselves for that. But even with that being said that a person dies in the way that they lived, scholars say that nevertheless whoever is performing good actions is not guaranteed a good ending. And why is this important is because people who are doing good deeds do not become deluded, do not become overconfident, and that they continue to turn back to Allah. They continue to ask Allah for His mercy, for His assistance, and they ask Allah for a good ending so that the entirety of their lives will be judged upon how they ended it. And that people who are engaged in sin are not guaranteed a wretched ending. 
so that they can always turn back to Allah and we never know if we see someone doing something terrible that maybe God might change their heart and maybe the end of their life will be beautiful. So we shouldn't write them off. Uh, and the Prophet ﷺ told us that every night when a person goes to bed, just so that we can understand how we prepare for this, every night when a person goes to bed, both an angel and a devil come to them. And the angel says, end the day with good. And the devil says, end the day with evil. That we see here that every day counts. And the way that you end your day, especially, is significant. And those who seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness before going to bed, or those who seek Allah's forgiveness in the middle of the night, are honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because every single day matters. And that they take advantage of those opportunities, especially uh, in the ends of the, the, the day or in the dark of night. And Habib Ahmad also says you should even be careful to the extent and be aware of the way that you end each prayer. Right? So when you're ending your prayer, you're in the final position of salah, being aware of ending it with excellence so that it will be judged that way. The rest of the prayer will be judged that way. So it's really important where we are right now. If you're listening to this in Ramadan, how are you going to end your Ramadan? How's it going to end? A lot of people give up after the 27th night. Or maybe we shouldn't say give up. That's not fair. But a lot of people put most of their eggs in the 27th night's basket, so to speak. But it's not over with the 27th. And the Prophet ﷺ, he would strive at the end of Ramadan more than he would at the beginning. And he would go to the very end. So we need to question ourselves. Are we really pushing all the way through? How will we end Ramadan? What will be the state of our heart? What will be the state of our lives? What's our life going to be after Ramadan? And some people, you know, they get happy when Ramadan is over so that they can go back to their bad habits or they can go back to kind of whatever it is that they were doing before Ramadan. But if your heart was truly transformed in Ramadan, if it was affected by the mercies and the blessings and the worship and the, the, the sanctity of this month, then you would wish that Ramadan was all year long. So go forward even after Ramadan, keeping it alive. And uh, the way that we take the means to a good end is by taking advantage of every small ending of prayer, of recitation, of fasting, and that all of these ends, these small ends of actions, lead up to the ultimate end of our lives. And when that time comes for either you or a loved one, may Allah grant everyone well-being, but it's inevitable, what do you do when that time comes? The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he recommended reciting Surah Yasin. That Surah Yasin, the 36th Surah of the Qur'an, when a person is on their deathbed, that uh, it should be recited to them. And that for those around the person who's passing should continuously say, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, so that the person, the last thing that they say is the statement of truth, right? And that the moment of death is actually one of the most uh, severe in its tribulations and in its difficulties. And that saying, reciting the Quran and saying, La ilaha illallah, gives a person steadfastness in that moment. And that brings us to the final point, which is how attachment to sin brings wretchedness.
there was a man who was on his deathbed and the people around him were kept saying to him la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah there is no god but god there is no god but god but he couldn't say it although he could say other things he was able to engage in other kinds of conversation but when it come to him uh, came to him saying la ilaha illallah he couldn't say it so they asked him what's wrong with you why can't you say it and he said i am prevented by something forbidden that i looked at and i never repented from nor did I regret doing it. That I looked at something forbidden and I didn't repent and I didn't feel bad about doing it. And because of that look, he was prevented from saying La ilaha illallah at the time of his death. Now it's also important to know that it's not necessary for someone to say La ilaha illallah at the time of their death, but it's a very good sign because the Prophet ﷺ, he said, whoever's last words are La ilaha illallah will enter paradise. And Habib Ramad says they will be with the foremost of those who enter paradise. And that the way that we try to say it or that we take the means so that we can say it at the end of our lives is that we should say it abundantly throughout our lives. And that it is the best thing that all of the prophets and messengers ever came with, this statement of ultimate reality, La ilaha illallah, that there is no God but God. There is nothing worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is the dhikr, it is the invocation through which you are elevated to higher levels of knowledge and nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the time of death is a calamity. It's called a calamity. It's a sakra. It's a momentous uh, experience. And whenever a person is scared, if you're scared, you go back to the things that have become instinctual in your life. That if a person is, is scared, that sometimes they lose sight of many different things except those things that are very instinctual. And if you remember Allah abundantly throughout your life, the remembrance of Him and the knowledge of Him will become the most central part of your being. And that's what your heart will go to at the time of death. So be mindful of God's rights over you and of His boundaries and that's the path of safety throughout life so that when that time comes that we will all meet our end, that inshallah we will be granted a good end and that we should give people their rights and we should not oppress anyone. And all of these things are the ways through which we try to prepare ourselves for a good ending and not being proud of ourselves and not thinking, even when we're doing good things, not thinking that we're secure not thinking that we're guaranteed or becoming proud of ourselves. And one of the companions of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he said, if I had one foot in paradise, I still would not feel safe. Until I had both feet in paradise, then I would know that God has granted me paradise, certainly. So they were even them, the greatest of people, were not proud of themselves or never felt completely secure that they wanted to make sure that they ended on a good note. So this brings us to the call to action, which is end Ramadan strong. Keep going. Keep praying. Keep reciting Qur'an. Keep up all of the good things that you were doing and keep the spirit of Ramadan going till the very end and beyond, inshaAllah. Allah, Allah, Allah,
Sana.